Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of Cinema Rogues. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Guy. I guess not always, because also uh, host uh, hosting is Andrew. As sometimes. As sometimes. There we go. If you want to hear more of Andrew, uh, listen to Board Game Barbarians. His next show is going to be about board games. S- something. Maybe something. card games. I don't know. Uh, you can check out my YouTube and Twitch uh, at Sidetail Studios, uh, and then you can always uh, check out Retro Warriors. I'm sure they will love your listenage. 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 Uh, so what have you been up to, Andrew? Uh, well, I watched some uh, some Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and then watched the sequel in Snowpiercer. And, uh... Wait, Snowpiercer is the sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? There's some people that believe it to be, and there's a couple videos online that are very compelling arguments for it being a sequel. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, well, now I gotta watch Snowpiercer. Like I know the end of that movie. It's a movie, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a show know, as well. Uh, okay, like I know what like uh, the end of the movie. It's the one I'm thinking of where they're like on a train the whole movie or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I know the end of that movie, but I'd be interested to see. A, I want to watch it anyway, but but B, I'd be interested to see this whole. It's a sequel to Willy Wonka. Yeah, I would. Uh, there's a there's a couple videos online. I would take or on YouTube. I would take a look at too. Those are fun. Um, watch Jungle Cruise. Don't know if I mentioned that last time or not. Uh, I don't think you did, because uh, I probably would have made a rock joke. Yeah. Or That's said something rough, about the ride right. at Disney. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah? CG was kind of meh on all the people. I don't know. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, it was an okay movie. And then watch Free Guy. That was a cute movie. Yay, free me. Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds as Guy. Yeah, I knew Ryan Reynolds would play me. <laughs> yep, you just knew it. <laughs> I've been saying it for 10 years. If someone's going to play a guy in a movie, it's Ryan Reynolds. That's right. He looks just like me. Yep. You guys are like twinsies. <laughs> oh, my God. We're wearing uh, the same shirt. Are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Daredevil. Nope. Which you uh, can tell it's not like fully licensed Daredevil because he says tacos instead of chimichangas. It's not Daredevil. It's Deadpool. Oh, excuse me. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh that's about that's about all I've been up to. What about you? Uh same. No, I'm just kidding. I saw we finished season one of the morning show. Nice. Um it was really good. I enjoyed how season one ended. Uh well, some of it was really sad, so I didn't enjoy that part, but from a storytelling standpoint I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um Oh, I finally finished What If. Oh nice. That took yeah. a while. It did take a while. I was on the last two episodes. Um, Those are the two-parter? Yeah. How'd you Which like was, it? Which was... It was good. Excuse me. Um, no, it was good. I enjoyed how... Um, I don't know. I enjoyed how uh, like nuts up it got once like Ultron figured out there were multiple universes and shit. Yeah. That was that was pretty great, and and the way that it, they tied it back into all the other episodes with with people coming in, um, and the the reappearance of like zombie Scarlet Witch was pretty great. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yep. Um, 
but no, it was it was neat. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it. I'm okay. looking forward to uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I am too. Uh, too bad everything got pushed back, but yeah. I wonder if maybe they will uh, incorporate like alternate universe Doctor Strange, like the the one from What If, where he's like just possessed by demons or whatnot. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. It would be. Um, and I, I suppose the new Spider-Man movie is going to deal with with multiverses too. But yeah, I have been trying my best to avoid it. But you know what? Looking at news today, I stopped looking for news. Uh, because like every other article on slash film was about, Oh, here's everything you missed in the trailer. Here's what this person means for the multiverse. Blah, blah, oh, for Spider-Man. Stop it. Yeah. The movie comes out in like two weeks. God, it does. Does not Yep. I'm excited about that. Um, other than that, been watching a lot of murder shows and, murder hockey shows. and soccer. Yeah. Murder shows are great. It's like a, a little, I don't know, murder investigation package. Nice. It's funny. We were watching one. I can't remember what it what it was at this point. Uh, we were watching one and like it was like most murder shows are, are, you know, here's this murder that happened and here's the investigation and all the twists and turns that it went through and blah, blah, right. blah. And like this one episode, it was like this lady got murdered. She was a co-owner of a business. It was her business partner. <laughs> the end. Uh, I mean, like it, they filled out like a half hour or 45 minutes or whatever it was. But at the end of the day, they were like, yeah, we really only had one suspect. And it turned out that was him. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get into some news. Um, I only have one news. And that's that Stephen Sondheim is dead at the age of 91. Um, if, if, if you don't know who that is, he's, uh, uh, like a famous, uh, Broadway lyricist and composer. Yeah. He did the lyrics for West Side Story and Gypsy music and lyrics for Sweeney Todd into the woods and, and, a, and a bunch of other, uh, uh, musicals. The dude had nine toadies and an Academy Award for Dick Tracy. Nice. Yeah. So he's, uh, a pretty big figure in the, in the Broadway world. So, um, you know thought i should mention him um other than that like i said i gave up on looking for news because i kept running into spider-man spoilers what spider-man news was there i'm not no (laughs) it was it was basically talking about the other spider-men who may or may not be in the movie and Mm. then other uh villains from other spider-man franchises that show up other than doc ock Uh, okay right so yeah no this Fine. episode comes out tomorrow. I don't want to spoil it for people who have been trying <laughs> to avoid spoilers like me. Yeah. Um, well, I guess let's get into the topic. Uh, that was that was, a, that was a quick intro. We're, we're like eight minutes. Hey, man. Sometimes we got long shows. Sometimes we got short shows. Either way, we got a show. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, it's, uh, one of the latest Marvel movies, I guess the latest Marvel movie at this point is Eternals. Um, yeah, but, uh, it came out is September 3rd, 2021, uh, in theaters and on Disney plus platinum or whatever they call it. The, 
thing where you can pay like 30 extra dollars to watch a movie on a service you already pay for yeah disney plus plus yeah disney plus plus (laughs) um uh for development a shang chi movie has been in development since the 80s with brandon lee originally tied to the role um which yeah which which they they did or had him in mind for the role uh because the original shang chi was modeled on bruce lee yeah uh and so like well this makes perfect sense to have brandon lee and brandon lee was up and coming and and you know um they they thought it would be a great fit um but then he died and then they were like, well, shit, now what? And eventually didn't just didn't make a movie and the rights reverted back to Marvel. And and Marvel uh, has been working on getting getting Shang-Chi to theaters, uh, but they haven't really found the right time for it. It's kind of like Black Widow in that sense, uh, yeah. where they're like, no, we know that this character is strong. Um, you know, they, they believe in the character. He's not as well known. Um, so, you know, it, you know, in the vein of like guardians and, and, uh, I can't think of anybody now they've already done Ant-Man, I suppose, yeah. uh, where they're like, you know, we know that, this, that we can get a quality story out of this. So they've been trying to find the right time to do it, uh, and the right directors or excuse me, the right, the right creatives behind it and, and the right cast. Um, and from, from Marvel's perspective, what they really put a heavy emphasis on was getting Asian Americans and people of, of Chinese descent specifically um, to, to add authenticity to, to both the storytelling side and the, the visual presentation side of things. Yeah. Um, and then with, with the success of crazy, crazy rich Asians um, in 2018, they, they kind of decide, no, this is the time to pull the trigger. You know, let's there, there's a lot of momentum in this space. So let's, let's get it going. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and, and a lot of the stuff that I read and the interviews that I saw were, you know, really the, the directors and writers and, and actors really, you know, talking about how, you know, representation matters and how it was important to them to, to be authentic and, and to, to show, um, you know, protagonists and antagonists, I suppose of, of, you know, Chinese descent, and and so the kids have somebody to look up to that isn't just sort of a generic white dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, I, and you know, for me growing up, you know, being a brown person, like uh, I well, I guess it's hard for me because I also like grew up in like a white area, uh, mm-hmm. so I have a lot of like white uh, cultural identity, right? And so I I was more or less able to to see myself as like you know link or or i don't know whoever link was my hero growing up i guess but you know right. uh able to see myself in representation even though it wasn't a reflection of who i actually am um but it would have been nice to have somebody who was who was like me of of a mixed race and and uh all that good stuff you know just being a hero and doing cool shit so yeah. yeah, you know, props to Marvel for for putting an emphasis on that, I suppose. Um directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, story by written by David Callahan and De- Destin Daniel Cretton, uh starring Simu Lu as Shang-Chi or Sean, Aquafina as Katie, Menger Zhang as Zhu Jiling. I'm hoping I'm not mispronouncing these. I did try to look these up and practice, but you know, if, if I am, I'm sorry. Um, in supporting roles, you had Michelle Yeoh as Ying Nan, 
Fala Chen as Ying Li. Uh, that would be uh, the two. I guess I really didn't describe who the hell Shang-Chi was. But uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi and, Zhu, and Zhu Jiling are uh, brother and sister. Uh, Michelle Yeoh playing Ying Nan is their aunt. Ying Li is their mom. Tony Leung as Zhu Wenwu, who is actually the Mandarin, uh, does own the Ten Rings and is the father of Shang-Chi and Zhu Jiling. Uh, surprise appearance for me, anyway, by Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery, the yeah, original Mandarin from Iron Man 3. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to be in this movie. <laughs> it was That was so great. And then uh, Benedict Wong is Wong. Yeah. Dude, when Wong, when Wong showed up, I went, is that fucking Wong? Yeah. And Kristen's like, where? I was like, that, right right there, that guy. And then he proceeded to do Wong things. It was great. He was in the trailers, too. Oh, so, was he? Yeah, so I expected him to be in the movie. Like the uh, the scene where he's fighting the big dude. Yep, he yep. Shows up. Yeah, that scene is in the trailers. Nice. Um... Nominated for a few People Choice Awards, but the ceremony hasn't happened yet. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if it gets an Oscar nomination or two. Um, just based on the number of People's Choice Awards it got. Uh, and, and the fact that Marvel has a little bit of Oscar clout these days. Yeah. Uh, critical response, 92% reviewer, 98% audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic, 71 reviewer, 7.2 audience, and IMDb, 7.6. So Rotten Tomatoes seems to be on the high end. Um, uh, you're, you're looking at average in, in the 70s, which is, you know, a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think? Um, I really like this movie. I really like the fight scenes. They were very entertaining um, and very well done. None of the fighting felt like fake or you know how you can sometimes you'll see a movie and you can tell that it's just super choreographed um, yeah i thought they did a really good job with the fight scenes in this in this movie um i liked the way that they did the flashbacks to tell the story where it's not they didn't shove it shove down the uh origin story right down our throats in the very beginning of the movie like a lot of you know, other comic book movies do. So I really enjoyed that it didn't do that and that it kind of had a, a separate way of portraying the story without having to kind of throw it all in the very beginning of the movie and, and have it parsed out throughout the rest of the film. Um, but I thought right. it kind of worked, worked seamlessly with it. Yeah. I liked how they cut to like different time periods too. That was nice. Yeah. And they kind of chopped it up and I don't know, they, they fed you the story pretty, pretty easily. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you with, with the fight scene stuff. Like it's, I don't know. I, in the middle of that first fight scene in the, in the bus, I, you know, it was when I was like, Oh, I like this movie. And I think a lot of it was because, the 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 way that the the fight scene was framed and directed it felt uh you know like you said very natural and very and and not super choreographed yeah um and it was it 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 was i guess in my head i'm comparing it to other marvel fight scenes and it's the first one with with martial arts to me that felt authentic if that makes any kind of sense i mean 
it also felt a lot like um, a lot of the fights kind of felt like Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. Like the same kind of style where it's there's there's a comedy to the to the fighting in some instances. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, but I think uh, it, it was it was really well done. It was really well crafted visually. Um, like a lot of the scenery in, in their, uh, the sort of like mystic land. I forgot the name of it at this point. Talo, I think it was. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, it was very evocative of, of, I suppose, Chinese imagery. Um, and, you know, sort of like a jade forest, old Chinese temple situation. Yeah. And I thought that was really well done. The look of, of some of the characters in that land was, you know, drawn a lot from Chinese mythology. Um, and it was very like bright and vibrant and colorful, uh, you know, kind of like the, the same feeling that I had looking at Asgard in the first movie. Right. Yeah. Where, where very. it was like it, yeah, like it clearly fit into what they were trying to go for. So I, and in my head, that means it was well done. Yeah, no, it was definitely some stunning scenery. Um, and the CG for it looked, looked good for the most part. I think there were a couple scenes where like some of the creatures, didn't really look super great, but um, that was few and far between. Yeah, yeah. It was. A, I guess it's a lot of unique imagery that we haven't seen in in Marvel, at least for Marvel, right? Uh, yeah. Up to this point, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of it in the future, hopefully. Yeah, they said but, it'll return. Yeah. Well, uh, so, would you suggest people watch it? Yeah, I mean, if you've got Disney Plus and. I would I would definitely give it a watch. Me too. I just wrote yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> um yeah, no, I um I'm I don't know if I would suggest I guess I would suggest like if you wanted to rent it or, or purchase it. Um though I would usually I usually wait for things to go on sale before I purchase them. Yeah. But definitely if you have Disney Plus, definitely watch it. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, well, let's get into spoilers. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Let's do it. Uh, I have here Wong Talk, which is, I don't know, this is a whole personal thing. Never mind. Um, okay. When I was growing up, my dad and his best friend had this, like, in-joke about, like, Wong being the sort of, like, substitute for, like, you dick okay right and so they would like you know how like when we were kids people would walk around and like cross their arms in front of their crotch and be like suck it right yeah i do remember that yeah it was sort of like that except it was like wong that's okay (laughs) that's weird (laughs) is the sound that they would make i remember this as a child um but anyway (laughs) So when I wrote Wong Talk, now that I'm reading it, that's all I can fucking think of. <laughs> uh, but man, I love Wong. I loved Wong in, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange. I thought he's a great character. Uh, you know, the way that he interacts with Stephen Strange, he has this like just this really great, like sort of sarcastic, serious slash jokey personality that I really uh, vibe with, I guess. Yeah. And so seeing him show up in this movie was was a treat. Yeah, I like Wong a lot in those movies or in those movies. I guess he's really only been in Doctor Strange. 
Uh, has he been in anything else? No, I thought he was. I thought he was in Eternals, uh, but that is a different actor, and I felt super racist. Oh well, don't do that. Yeah, the guy who uh, plays Gilgamesh looks similar to Benedict Wong. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, I liked Wong in this movie. Um, more so, I guess, like at the end, I really liked the part where at the very end, whenever he goes and picks him up, and then he like takes drinks that one lady's drink. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what the um the after credit scenes in this movie were pretty good too. Yeah. Um, you know they weren't really action filled, and, and and you don't really get a sense necessarily of of what's building, which which is kind of the case for any Marvel after credit scene. Um, but having Shang-Chi and, uh, Katie talk to, you know, uh, Wong and, and Bruce Banner and, and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, it was a neat thing. And to find out that the 10 rings have a, a, a bigger link to, to the galaxy, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes and, and what it is that they're calling out to. Yeah. I'm interested in, in, I guess, sequel talk for this movie. Um, I hope yeah. it doesn't i hope they don't take too long to where like my interest kind of wanes mm-hmm. um but we'll see we'll see how these marvel movies kind of pull out since now they're kind of done with their mainline heroes and they're going into like dipping their toes into the backlog of other heroes in the marvel universe yeah i'm you know i mean they've built up it's sort of their big bad right for the next phase or phases um through loki right uh-huh. um so you know at some point that it that the uh, celestials are going to show up king the conqueror is going to show up uh and 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 theoretically all, the multiverse is tied to all of this yeah um so I'm sure we will see more of, of Shang-Chi, the character. I just hope we see more of, of the series and more about the Ten Rings and where, you know, his sister's going with it and, and uh, you know, whether or not she turns the Ten Rings into a uh, a force for good or continues this sort of like criminal enterprise that her dad had going on. I mean, that's the feeling I kind of got at the end that she was just going to continue it the way it was. Um but maybe run it a little different. I don't know. Yeah. Cause she had, you know, men and women training together, which was uh taboo under her dad. Yeah. Uh, so it seems to be a more, I guess, progressive criminal organization. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh, uh, Oh yeah. I did want, I wanted to talk about Trevor. Um, just because I did not expect him to show up at all. You know, it seemed like one of those things that like they had, uh, they mention him to a, a little bit in the movie before he shows up. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The ben original uh, Mandarin, Winwu. Mm. Um, is like you know he's like pissed off about it. He was like, no, that's they can steal my name and my you know my stuff, but no, that's offensive as shit. Right. Um, which was which was funny, and I just kind of thought it was a throwaway line for them to kind of explain. Uh, you know what's what's going on and why the ten ring showed up before and went nowhere yeah that's uh, i thought the same thing i thought they were just kind of mentioning it 
Yeah. So, so they could at least say, well, we addressed it, you know, whatever. Uh, but then, <laughs> but then they imprison Shang-Chi and Ji, whatever her name was. I forgot again already. Zhu uh, Jiling. Um, they imprison her and, and uh, imprison them. And then, uh, fucking Trevor's there with like that little, as a Hundun. Morris. Morris. Yeah. Little faceless thing with wings. It's like, it looked like an Ottoman with wings. Yeah, it looks like a double butt, uh, what are those? Wombat. <laughs> looks like a double butt, double butt wombat with wings. Dumble butt wombat was, uh, the original name of the headmaster at Hogwarts. Really? Yeah. Dumble bat <laughs> wombat. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I thought that was cool that they, they brought Trevor back in. I enjoy Ben Kingsley as an actor in general. Um, but to have him come back and play Trevor and, and, uh, you know, provide, provide comic relief. That was, you know, a, a sort of a mainstay in this movie. Um, but also a character that, you know, you, you sort of know and, and strangely care about. Yeah, I mean, you kind of felt for him during, was it Iron Man 3? Yeah. Um, because he's just kind of a bystander in the whole thing and just kind of an idiot. Right. So you feel for him just because he's, he's just a dumb guy that got caught up in the wrong thing. Um, and so I guess that kind of just transferred over to this movie. Yeah, something. Because, I mean, I was immediately like, yeah, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that he was there. I like what he brought to the movie, that he could translate Morris's little, like, it, I guess, yeah, his language. Yeah, um, no, it was, it, it's funny. Like, it, it was a clever way for them to keep Trevor in the movie. Because, again, it's one of those things. It could have been just sort of a throwaway. But, uh but because they found a use for him, they were able to put to to keep him in the rest of the movie. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah, and I thought Morris as a character was was pretty great. Um the the, the and it, I want to say the relationship between he, he uh, Morris and Trevor uh was was fantastic, but it's it's funny to say that. And the reason I laugh is is it's it's funny to say that about a character that didn't actually exist. That's it's just all Ben Kingsley and the animators, right? Yep. Yeah, that was pretty great, especially the scene whenever he's like playing dead. <laughs> that Morris, was good. Morris runs up and is like super sad, and yeah, and he's just like telling him to play dead. He's like, "Hey, mate, I'm playing dead. Get with the program." And he just like turns over, and sticks his paws in the air. Yeah, that was really yeah, cute. It was. Um, trying to think about. It. I, I liked the music in this movie also a lot. Mm, yeah. It wasn't, um, it, it was very appropriate to all the scenes. Um, you know, it, it, it didn't feel out of place. Yeah. Um, like some, uh, I think a lot of the knock on Marvel music is that it's, it's sort of generic and you don't remember it after it's done. Yeah. Um, you know, like if I said right now, tell me the Avengers theme, like, uh, you know, like five people could sing it, but. Oh, I immediately thought of it. um but i thought that the music in this movie was was pretty unique and and really fit the the motifs that they were going for yep 
I agree with that. I, I was going to say something and I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. Try and remember it. Uh, while we talk about the giant Chinese dragon that was fucking beautiful. You know, I say or I think that um, there was like a couple scenes where I'm like, you could tell it's CG, mm-hmm. which is weird to say since dragons don't exist. So, of course, it's going to be a <laughs> CG dragon. Um, so it feels weird to be like, yeah, it wasn't lifelike enough to the real dragons in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but there were just some scenes where it looked like too shiny or I don't know, kind of slimy. Yeah, I guess I, it's funny. Like, um, I mean, we talked about, or we, we, we did a show about Raya and the last dragon. Yep. Uh, which which Aquafina was in, so we know um, all about dragons. Yeah, so we know all about dragons. We're we're basically Chinese dragon experts. Yeah, almost. <laughs> but but I guess my point being that the 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 aesthetic of those dragons in those diff- in those two movies was was pretty similar, or at least the 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 fur effects is what I'm thinking of mostly. Yeah. Um. And it was they're they're bright, vibrant colored dragons, which is which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I think this the the dragon in this movie was more of a uh, like a green, like a jade color. Um. But it was it was really cool, and I thought it was you know I was getting really sad when it was getting its soul sucked out. Yeah, that was pretty sad. Um. I mean, you know, it's not gonna happen. You know, something's something's gonna save it. The monster was pretty creepy too. Yeah, uh, you know, generally, sucker. like monsters that like suck out your soul are creepy. It's true. I mean, it um, could have been could have been cute looking. They could have made it cute. I guess they could have, but like, <laughs> like a teddy bear. Like even how oh, what's that dumb movie that I always defend in Saturn hates? Hold on. Oh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, right? Oh, uh, okay. Right, those monsters weren't particularly super scary they were just more like tentacles but they like phased through things so whatever but even that like just the the sort of visual representation of somebody's soul being taken out of them while they're like alive and then just they're fucking dead is that always gets me like yeah. no yeah that's definitely no not okay <laughs> um <laughs> i th- i felt like this movie felt like a disney movie in what way uh like the story felt like i mean besides all the swearing and stuff like that which would not be in a disney movie um (laughs) yeah but like the story progression in this movie felt like a disney like animated movie story progression i can see that so it felt less like how marvel usually works and felt more of how disney usually works um I don't know. I like this movie enough to where I watched it right before we did the show. Oh, yeah? You watched it twice? Watched it twice. Was it twice as nice? It was twice as nice. I just didn't write notes the first time, so. Ah, okay. Did you pick up on anything the second time that you didn't pick up on the first time? Not really. It's a pretty straightforward movie. I didn't really see anything... uh, I was also paying less attention the second time. Uh, well, fair enough. Yeah. It's just kind of um, with it. I mean, we really didn't talk about um, 
you know, the, the original Mandarin and the 10 rings and, and, you know, sort of the, that backstory, um, and the, the fact that he's immortal. And I guess now Shang-Chi is immortal, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess he wasn't super immortal because he got his soul sucked out while he was wearing the rings. I mean, you could say he let go of the rings and then got his soul sucked out, but it looked like his soul was going to get sucked out either way. Yeah. Yeah, so he was he was mostly immortal. So the rings could not protect him from soul sucking. Uh, well, you know, I mean, if he hadn't been beating, beating on the door in the first place, he wouldn't have died, so... It's true. It's all his fault hearing his dead wife talk to him. Yeah, I like I like when everybody's like, that's not how dead people work. And he's like, shut up. Yeah, he's like, I heard her. So that's how it works now. Yeah, I felt that was a little bit like flimsy. As far as the story goes, just having him like straight up just believe that, especially for a guy that's been alive for thousands of years. Yeah. Um, or like a thousand years or whatever. You think he would not be so gullible? Yeah, I, you would think, or at least if like literally everyone else that he cares about is telling him that he's wrong, he would maybe say, oh, well, maybe I am wrong. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt a little bit, little bit flimsy at the end there. But other than that, I think everything else is pretty strong. Just trying to think of other points of topics. I don't know. We basically covered the bus. The bus scene was just what a great scene that movie that was. Yeah, no, that was a that was a great introduction into, uh, you know, him him as a character, his his sort of. You know, his fighting abilities, you know, in, in that scene, you got the fact that, that his like best friend or whatnot had no idea, you yeah. know, they did a lot of, of, of storytelling in, in, uh, in, in a short span of time, just through character interactions, you know, it wasn't exposition, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, that was fairly clever. Um, you know, and I did like his, his relationship with Katie. They were just, you know, like best buds and, and great. Yeah. That was pretty great. And at the end of the day, she, you know, she kind of, she was, she was being given shit by her mom for not like making anything of herself or whatever. Um, But then when they got into Talo, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to be Archer. That sounds fun. Yeah. (laughs) And she saved the day. And she saved the day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Um, You know, we, we. I wanted I wanted to talk about the 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 casting, but we did that earlier. Um, I don't know. It was it was it was a great cast. I like that Michelle Yeoh was in it simply because I, I I most strongly associate her with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Um. So it was it was neat to see her show up in this in this uh sort of I, I suppose similar like mythology role, right? Yeah, I mean, they also had a lot of um, the fighting style that's like the secret dragon fighting style. Yeah. Uh, seemed very Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with flying and flying across the room and, um, you know, on harnesses, basically. Yeah, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was really great. Um, 
I don't know. I, I have nothing but good things to say about this movie. Um, at, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's, it's probably well worth a watch. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about it? Nope. We basically covered every point that I had. Great. Uh, so if you, if this sounds good to you and you're not thrown off by all of our spoilers already, go watch it. Uh, you can watch it in theaters. It's still in theaters. You can check it out on Disney plus for regular subscription price. Uh, I'm sure you could rent it or buy it. Um, it's, it's, it's well worth your money. Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, I think Andrew said, you know, maybe, maybe not worth buying it, but maybe give it a rent. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't spend $20 on it because otherwise I would have rented it whenever it was, uh, whenever it first came out. Is it really $30? I think I it's it 20. 20. Yeah. $30 seems high, but let's find out. Disney premier premier access. It is uh, $5. I don't know. It doesn't say. No. Lame. All right. How much is it? Uh, $29.99. Jeez. Yeah. $30 seems real high. Would not have paid that for it. Um, Although I say that, but that's like two people going to the movies. Um, Right, which is probably how they justify the price. And I and I think we've even talked about that before when they first started talking about doing uh, the premium access stuff. Yeah. Where it's, you know, and I think I made the argument at the time, well, you know, it's, it is just the, the price of taking a couple of people to the movies. But I think going to the movie is a different experience than watching right. something at home, which was, you know, your point at the time, right? Yeah. Which I guess, I guess we won't rehash that, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, go watch it. Yeah. Go watch it. Um, so that's it. We're going to get out of here. We thank you uh, very much for listening. Uh, go, please go rate and review us on iTunes. And, uh, you know, tune in next time. Again with the tune in. Whatever. Catch us next time uh, where we will be talking about 8-Bit eight, Christmas. Yeah, for on yeah. the Hobo Max and in theaters maybe I don't know. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think it's just bit. on HBO Max. I know it's on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, great. Well, we'll talk to you next time. And uh, like I said, thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.